Welcome to Thrive, a Paychex business podcast where you'll hear timely insights to help you navigate marketplace dynamics and propel your business forward. Here's your host, Gene Marks. and welcome to Paychex Thrive. I had a great conversation with Senator Chuck Grassley. He's a Republican senator from Iowa, all about new legislation that he is working on to actually help make going bankrupt for small businesses a lot easier. It's, it's actually an extension of existing legislation, but a lot of good information for you if you are in a situation where you need to go bankrupt. So stay tuned. I think you'll find this uh, information to be very helpful for you if that is the predicament that you are in. So Senator Grassley, Tell me about the, the the new changes that you're making to the Small Business Bankruptcy you know Act, the bill that you originally had from 2019. Let's let's start with the original and work our way up. I guess is probably the best okay. way to do it. Give us a well, history. You may know that I passed in 2019 uh, Small Bankruptcy Reorganization Act. That's the name of it. Uh, this legislation you're asking me about builds on that le- legislation. And that legislation eliminated barriers and lowered the cost of bankruptcy for small business. So our goal with the bill you're asking me about is to help small business stay open as they find their financial footing through bankruptcy. It also builds on an act that passed because of the uh, virus pandemic. We call that the CARES Act of 2020. Uh, That bill helped more small businesses qualify for simpler bankruptcy uh, by increasing the upper limit, uh, the debt limit from uh, 2.7 million uh, to seven and a half million. Right. Uh, And our bill would then provide a two year extension to that uh, uh, increase. What was behind your championing this bill, Senator Grassley? Do you have experience with constituents that went through bankruptcy or any personal friends of yours that might have had that experience? Uh, Not necessarily friends, but you hear from two groups of people. Sometimes you hear from the uh, small business people themselves, Mm -hmm. but more often I'm to hear from somebody that's a lawyer that handles small business bankruptcy, just like there's some people specialize in agricultural farm bankruptcy. And so we have tried to do a lot of things over my career in the United States Senate. I'll give you with farm bankruptcy. You know, there was a chapter 12 way back in the 1930s, it sunset. Then we had an agricultural depression during the 80s. We got that put back in place and and then it wasn't made permanent. And then maybe 20 years later, I'm finally able to make chapter 12 permanent. And then uh, chapter 11 didn't work very well for small business. So we set up chapter 13 or we had uh, improved chapter 13. I'm not sure exactly which, but it's better for small business now. And so you hear from the lawyers that practice in this area, maybe as much as you hear from the small business people, but they're a very good voice for knowing what's wrong with the existing law and what we need to do to help small business get through it. Yeah, and you know that the existing law, the existing chapter 11 laws before you came up with your Small Business Reorganization Act were super complicated. 
very expensive. I'm a CPA. So we had a lot of clients, if they, if they went through bankruptcy, it was really uh, very, very cost prohibitive for a lot of businesses to do that. So now this new law allows people to um, you know, move forward a lot quicker with the bankruptcy process, correct? And they, they don't necessarily have to have all their creditors uh, approve the process either. Um, so that's good. Um, what, what made you, what, what pushed you into increasing like this two year, you know, pushing it ahead another two years, having that seven and a half million dollar limit? Were you hearing a lot from your small business constituents that were saying well, this is something that we need? Just think of what inflation has done to small business. Yeah. Uh, just think what the the original limits we had in the uh, agricultural bankruptcy legislation, Chapter 12. So just think, if you've got a limit of $5 million that you can use Chapter 12, then it, it then you got to go into Chapter 11 or chap, Chapter 11 to reorganize, Chapter 7 to get out of business entirely. Uh, it just doesn't work for you. And most family farmers and most small businesses in Iowa, or I mean, all over this country, uh, they're not set up just for one generation, particularly farms. We have farms that are seven generations, a few. Uh, in my farming operation, my grandson being in it, he's the fourth generation family farmer. And, uh, and so you, you set up a small business. Uh, maybe the local restaurant won't be passed on from one generation to the other, but there's a lot of small manufacturing that, that you don't invest all that money without uh, passing it on. And so this, these uh, legislation isn't just to, to help the present generation, mm -hmm. it's so that that business can continue for successive generations of that family. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And Senator Grassley, do you, I mean, did you feel any pressing need for this legislation considering the economy itself? Or are you hearing from your constituents that uh, that they're struggling or that things are slowing down? I'm, I'm hearing from a lot of my clients, there's been uh, just anecdotally a softening of demand. People are concerned about a recession. And I'm, I'm wondering if that was sort of yeah. a motivation for you to push this forward. Yes, we have heard from businesses, but you also hear from their lawyers yeah. and either way, but I think it's brought on by the government shutting down the economy. That really hurt small business. Now we did a lot of things to keep those businesses open, but what we did by spending uh, trillions in, in a bipartisan way, uh, uh, and you had to do that it, it, because the government, you know, 22 million people unemployed, businesses shut down. They didn't do that to themselves. We did it by a decision of Congress to do it. Mm -hmm. So we had to reestablish confidence in the economy and take care of the people we hurt. But some of them didn't get enough help and maybe needed it. So that would have been uh, what we did in the CARES Act would have been one of those motivations. But I think over the long haul, uh, when you pass the original chapter uh, 13 that we passed, you can't think of everything that's going to come down the road uh, 20 years later. So you always improve on these pieces of legislation you go along. And that's what the bill we're talking about now does. That's what the extension of the CARES Act provisions do. And um, 
and it would allow uh, approximately 40% more small businesses to reorganize under this steam streamlined process. So just think, we're helping 40% of the businesses that are in trouble with this legislation. Yeah, it's great legislation. Um, before <clears throat> I let you go, and I just have one final question, as, as we look into the rest of 2022, I know, Senator Grassley, that your constituents, your small business constituents, they're, they're, they're facing two big issues this year, big challenges, obviously inflation and supply chain and labor disruption as well, finding good people. And I'm just wondering, just final thoughts, what, what more do you think the federal government or government in general can do to help out you know, small businesses in Iowa uh, navigate their way through this, you know, th this challenging period? What thoughts do you have? Well, let's go to one of the things you mentioned, and you can ask me about the other two if you want to, but okay. constantly I hear wherever I go in Iowa, every place you go, you see help wanted ads. We're hiring ads, mm -hmm. uh, signs outside the business. Now, if this president had not poisoned the water of immigration by opening up the border and letting millions of people come here in violation of our law, we could pass some very justified small business uh, uh, immigration to get this help into the country. Okay. Uh, you can, uh, I'll give you some that's for small business and some for big business, but unskilled workers, skilled workers, the DACA kids, uh, people, uh, doctors and nurses for our hospitals and rural health care and nursing home nurses, and uh, then maybe even H-1B uh, uh, engineers in some instances, sure. we're short of them. That would be, if we could pass, these. this is relatively uh, uh, non-controversial legislation. Now, maybe it only passed with two thirds of the Senate, but that's a pretty good vote in the United States Senate. Right. But this president has put a kibosh on that by not enforcing laws of the labor. That'd be the number one way we'd help. The number two way would be, we've got uh, millions of people that are on government programs that they're entitled to, that they uh, need because they're low income people, but they're always gonna be in a world of poverty if we don't get them in the world of work. Right. And so when I go around and say to people, have you thought about hiring uh, somebody on welfare? They said, well, this one guy said, well, I have one, he works three weeks a month and then takes a, a, a week off because if he worked that other week, he'd lose all of his food stamps, et cetera, et cetera, Medicaid, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. So what we need to do is give people incentives to work. And when they work $1 more that they lose everything, lose part of it. And then you make more money, lose a little more of it. And gradually work people in and work the government programs down. That's some of the things we could do people. You know, I just, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go in a moment, but I just, for immigration, I, I'm just curious your point of view. Um, I have seen um, if, if the GOP does take control of Congress, which, you know, many people think could very well happen. And, you know, with, with the next midterm elections, um, people are, are predicting stalemate in Washington. Um, I always thought that immigration, and you mentioned it, I always thought that immigration is one area that has bipartisan support that, 
something could move forward with this. And it's a huge pressing need for small businesses. Do you feel, even given what you said before about the president and you know his past actions, but would you feel more confident that something could be done with immigration law um, if the GOP does take over you know, Congress and uh, move forward? Is that one area do you think that we could see some bipartisan movement? Well, I'll be chairman of the Judiciary Committee and I'd like to make it happen. But the only way it's going to happen is if the president starts enforcing immigration laws at the border, if right. he's willing to work with us to do it in the same spirit that after the 1994 takeover of the Congress by the Republicans during the Clinton first term, uh, he started working with Republicans. And for the next six years, a lot of things got done, balancing the budget, uh, welfare reform, uh, and uh, we, we could just as well, in the same spirit, have reform by this president if he's willing to work with us. Great. Senator Grassi, thank you very much for your time. I really do appreciate it. And I guess uh, maybe I'll see you in Okaboji someday. Thank you. <laughs> we'll enjoy it there. Take I will. You take, take, you take a day and stay up there a while and enjoy yourself. I'm going to make a point of it. Thank you very much. You take care. Stay well. Bye. Bye now. Do you have a topic or a guest that you would like to hear on Thrive? Please let us know. Visit payx.me forward slash Thrive Topics and send us your ideas or matters of interest. Also, if your business is looking to simplify your HR, payroll, benefits, or insurance services, see how Paychex can help. Visit the resource hub at paychex.com forward slash works. That's W-O-R-X. Paychex can help manage those complexities while you focus on all the ways you want your business to thrive. I'm your host, Gene Marks, and thanks for joining us. Till next time, take care. This podcast is property of Paychex Incorporated 2022, all rights reserved.